Just Nick and I. Donnie Brook. Oh, where is it? Hey, guys. Welcome back. 25 on 19. D-Mac ride time. As you can say, thanks to our boys at Stalls. Danny Polly questions. Um, hope everybody's doing great out there. Uh, again, the latest issue of, as you can see, my adapted stories into the Donnie Brook, uh, Burnaby Blazers, bunch of. Oh, I'm the owner. Bunch of pot smoking lumberjacks, bro. Call it like I see it. That was fun. Thank you, Sam Perani, uh, head coach uh, of the uh, Detroit Women's Football. Um, you know, it, it, just a little bit of facts. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to pump his tires, but he's an All-American at uh, Madonna University for four years. Played professionally Cincinnati Riverhawks, which aren't around anymore. Um, so, uh, look forward to. That's a good call. Was gonna uh, got some surprises coming up uh, uh, with the Stalls boys as they always do, as you can see. You can see the slapstick shirt that helped design and um, knuckle up. So, Nick, you there, bud? I'm here, buddy. How you doing? What's going on with you? Do you have meetings today and stuff? Did you have real world stuff? Always, I got real world stuff from seven a.m. till. Usually 7, 8, 9 p.m. And then, you know, maybe like 5, 6 p.m. And then it's grind time stuff till, you know, a couple hours after that, fit the kids in there somewhere. So it's good. I've been thinking about, um, dude, I think the pandemic's been really good for you not to get a haircut. And here's why. Because you're really close for uh, a, a miracle flow mullet. And I think you're really close to putting it all together. I think we need to start that. We need to make that happen. No, I, I, yeah. It's there. I no, say I'm lose not, the mohawk, go mullet. Go hawk. Screw Let's the hawk. See. Don't go hawk. Go mullet. Maybe some yeah, steps. Put some steps in the side. <laughs> you mean? But I don't think I can grow the flow. You know, like Cheryl was playing with my curls the other night. That's another story. But uh, I don't think I can get the length. Like I can think, uh, you I can, can do well, it. Well, listen, well, well, as we do with everything else, right? Like I tell everybody else, here's the difference. And and anybody out there, please, I'm talking <laughs> to you. There, the difference of Darren McCarty now and Darren McCarty 20 years ago. Well, I'm not going to go through everything, but the thing is, is that I had the new key, and I didn't let anybody else, and I only had the only key. So now. What I've done is I've given Nick the other key, and I can't make any really dis decisions until Nick. So you might as well, everybody out there, go to Nick at DarrenMcCarty.com uh, to get a hold of me. Now, I figured out what happened yesterday, too. Um, I was up way too early, bro. I was up way too yeah. early. Yeah, I, I was up was at 6 like this noon? morning. Yesterday? No, I was up at like... 839 like on vacation when the weather's nice you're always up at like 7 7 30 but today today was a solid noon but i i was up at six to seven i saw that how did i see the mike morse if i didn't if i didn't watch it on the news sure as shit you know if i'm on my phone i'm playing my wrestling game 
So I had to cut the grass. I had to cut the grass in the middle there. Got to do all anybody. Nice. I'm doing a hot hot sauce uh, or the wing sauce podcast tonight. Um, see there, if I I throw it in the universe, then, I, then nothing can happen. That's right. Wing sauce at six thirty. What else? Uh, I oh, let's dude. I'm stoked. NASCAR. Live racing's back. I don't care the fans. I I mean I only go to MIS anyways, so I only get poopy when I yeah. can't go to MIS. <laughs> it's one of those things, dude. I might I might get into NASCAR. I was talking to my buddies about it today, where it was, you know, we got golf coming up a little bit, some matches this weekend, and then NASCAR, and we never really got into it, but it's sports, and it might be something we got to uh, we got to get into. So you're gonna have to give give me the down low on who to follow and, and what to do, you know? I just know that they go fast and they make left-hand turns. Right. Here's the one thing, right? It, it's you can – you flow. It's sort of like, you know, the, the weed. You'll, you'll find which guys, and I'll explain to you the backstories. It's, you know, it's real life, but the backstories because they all have history. You know, this is a sport that not only the owners but the drivers, it's year in, year out, you know, it's all year round, no matter what. They're in the car dealerships. I mean, it's around this business. So so there's guys that like each other, guys that don't, guys that get into it on the, you know, it, it's sort of like, do you like the do you like the antagonist or do you like the baby face? You know, do you like the, right. um, Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch is my favorite driver just because I, I love his intensity and stuff. I, I get him. He's not everybody's because he doesn't give a shit, right? So so he rubs people up. But him and Brad Kozlowski, who's from Rochester, who I know really well and is one of the greatest, nicest people I know, like salt-of-the-earth dudes, hates Kyle Busch as a person. You know, they, they, they rub fenders and stuff. And I love Brad because he's – he doesn't seem like it, but he's like one of those guys that if he tells he's going to do it, he's going to do it. And then you got the older racers. You got it's a great time because of the youth coming in. But uh, there's so much more to it, and I can attest to that because I can teach you in into that way. Because I thought growing up, I never got into it till my buddy Timmy Harris, who's uh, one of the longest known friends here, that uh, probably about ten years ago. He started getting me into it. And then when I moved to Florida, my buddy Ron Gamshine, Cap Sunset, he's from Virginia. He likes 11 car, Mr. Danny Hamlin and the FedEx, because that's his boy from Virginia. And uh, that, was, that was my worst Ronnie impress, impersonation. Um, anyway, so there's different teams than, like, my buddy Tim, he doesn't like, uh, he doesn't like Chevys. So he only likes Ford. So he, he won't go to Lowe's. It's fucking like guys, guys are like that. They won't support. So you got to figure out if it's the car color or um, it's something really interesting that we, that I love talking about because I love learning it. It's sort of the, it's with my cannabis knowledge has grown my NASCAR because I sort of got into them at the same time. So there's a lot of, Positions with that as far as you're trying to match your, your cannabinoid system, but it's like, who do you like for guys? Do you root for this play? And you can have five favorites. They, you know, you can have a different. You don't have to have just one. That's the best part. You're 
you know, each week in and out, there's always something. Then you get into the lower level, the Xfinity, where the guys are trying to get up. And that's a whole different, that one's a few guys more dominate. And then you go to the truck series. You know, that was the thing that yesterday, and I hope in the future, again, you know, things happen, Troy Devlin, you know, things happen. And Jeff Stanton, we'll get you on. And, um, Travis Pastrana too, but he uh, he dipped his toe into the um, NASCAR racing and into the truck series, and that motherfucker, he's just an adrenaline junkie, bro. You know, he's one of those guys right. that they'd say, hey, dude, you want to do this iRacing stuff? And he'd be like, why? Where's the thrill of getting killed? <laughs> you know, like some right. guys are like that. I, mean, I was like that, Nick, with my self-destruction. I get that Jones, yeah. right? You know, and, you know, it's awesome. Let's, uh, you know, I love that, man. I, um, uh, let's go back to talk about Sam uh, Pirani, the coach of the women's uh, football club team. You know, that that's something that you can get behind and something in your community, but it's, it's great to know the guy behind it and talk to him. And that, like, he should be coaching the Lions with that attitude. Like, you know, it's the culture to bring it in. Like, that's, that's the transparency, and this is what I expect, and, you know, competition, and you make my job the hardest. And that way, you will, all those 40 kids, the worst one will be, like, the, the last, they'll be jumping, and, and all of them will be, like, top 20 kids that could play on any team, and then he's going to help them go to wherever lets them blossom. And, and to me... That's what you want. Isn't that like something if Quinn who's gets into soccer and stuff, those are the people that that remind me, you know, of the coaches that I had, especially growing up. And that were like Mike oh, Clem. You know, Mike Mike Clem was the most influential. He was my Bantam major coach. And that year I was skating with five different teams, but only playing on one um in my age group but i was skating with everybody above me and uh but he taught me you know like the the art of scoring and and just different things because he went to the university of buffalo he was their uh points uh leader career for the time like he he knew it and it was just uh you remember that but it was like you what are you going to put in to get out so figure right. and the and the sooner you can figure out what it is, and you might not, it might be like a mountaintop. You might not be able to get there right away, but what do you have to do to get to where you're going? And as long as you're always progressing, um, that that's, uh, to me, isn't that what, uh, you're, you're the one now with the younger kids and with Jack and with Quinn, but that's sort of no matter what sport, isn't that what you want as a parent? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think with with Sam especially, like, you know, I never I never dug the coaches that treated everybody the same. You can everybody learns a little different. People are motivated by different things, and you have to to take that into consideration with everybody that you're coaching, regardless. You know, it's different you know levels of experience and everything else. So it's nice to know if the kids ever get. I know Jack's not into it. He. Uh, He's that he's not it. He we went out. I went to a soccer game when he was five, and he he came out of the game, and I walked up to him. And I'm like, why uh, why'd you come out of the game, buddy? He's like, I came out. I'm like, yeah, I saw that. Why did you come out? He's like, oh, I was sweating. I was like, oh, 
okay, so you're not going to be the soccer guy. That's fine. So Quinn might be into it, um, you know, and it's it's good. I, you know, especially being in this world, there's a lot of different people who professional athletes, whatever the case may be, who have a lot of experience that I can take these kids to and get them some, uh, you know, if they're playing soccer, get them in front of Sam or football with all those connections. Hell, if Quinn gets into hockey, I'll reach out to, you know, Draper or Malpe or Koser. That's probably the only three I'd probably reach out to about hockey advice. Um, so it's good, man. But those are the coaches that uh, you want you want around your kids and who are there to motivate them and push them forward for sure. Did, so you did just got to get me a divorce. Right. Yeah. Um, so, like, Sam was the kid that, uh, you know, when he went off to, co- you know, play college and stuff, he was always the soccer kid, right? That's how he seemed. Like, he oh, yeah. Had always had to- yeah, um, 100%. I mean, Sam was that guy who, I mean, he was the best player on the team. We had some pretty good soccer players, but Sam was incredible. He had this awesome Dago guinea hair that I wish I had. Um, but yeah, he was awesome. And he's not kidding. Like we, we'd get into some scraps playing indoor and he would just start rifling shots and, and, uh, he would teach some lessons. He'd teach some lessons pretty quick. So yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that gets it off. What's, uh, what do you got planned for the weekend? Uh, I know that Saturday is supposed to be pretty nice and I've gotten a, uh, I think I've gotten a pass, which is awesome. So I might try and hit the links a little bit here Saturday. I don't know where I'm playing or what time, but uh, maybe we get out there and play some golf. It'd be kind of awesome. Would be, if you would can be get a card. Of course, I'm old. Because I know you can't walk. You know the freaking rules, bud. You know the rules. That's right. Um, That's right. Have you watched any of the last dance with uh, Jordan? Dude, I was actually looking that up today. So I haven't had a chance to watch it. I'm like, I don't know where to watch it. So I was looking it up. Netflix is supposed to get it in the summer. um, Or you can get like the ESPN app and you can check it out there. I feel like I might start have to binge watch um, a couple episodes. I have to. I got to watch some episodes tonight, uh, especially so I know what the hell I'm talking about with our, uh, our guest, Mr. King, tomorrow. So I don't want to look like a rookie amateur POS. So I got to, I got to update. Have you seen any episodes? No, no, but I feel like I'm caught up on it. Sure. I've watched some of it and flipped around, but I mean, from hearing, like, if you know me, I got, I got two TVs and one's always on something sports. I love Colin Coward. So, I mean, I feel like I'm up to date on, you know, the arguments and all this and that. And, um, you know, the, the one thing, which is a valid point, because I know this because I've been in the NHL, uh, substance abuse program and stuff like that. The telling tale is, is to me, is a great point, is that when you saw, if there was anything to do with gambling, that is why Jordan left the game. And when he comes back and he's still gambling, uh, you know, like he was talking about, he always gambled with the security guards and always like whatever it was and was like blatant out in the open. And I know for a fact, because we got to meet him through Chelly and, um, you know, Chelly and him are good buddies and stuff, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I've I've been down to I think the Bahamas or whatever. I've seen him after, even after he retired. That so, you know, different things like that 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 squash to me that anything had to do with his dad and his gambling or that he had to. David Stern told me I had to retire or go play baseball or anything. To me, I think it's just BS, and that's why they don't. And right. that's why they don't cover it as much to me because it doesn't. Yeah. You know, I, I understand. I understand that speculation or, you know, people or whatever, but that's the one thing is that he's never, never deviated from smoking cigars or, you know, from gambling. That was cool because yesterday Colin Coward had his trainer on. I forget his name, but this Michael would say, um, you know, he's, I'm going to smoke cigars and I'm going to, you know, I don't sleep much and I'm going to stay out late. You're my trainer. You got to figure out, which cigars are the best to smoke when and and you figure out the health thing and I'll I'll do the work on it but and this is before Google and stuff so the guy was literally saying he'd go to the library the Dewey Decimal System remember that we had to learn that that's bullshit another thing in learning school that you don't <laughs> fucking decimal system that's what true that's completely you? useless anyways just get me off track but um yeah so you know, uh, that, that, that's what I, you know, the different things of, I look for because Michael's always been sort of a private guy. Right. Right. So, I think a lot of, I think a lot of these, these big guys, like look at the biggest stars in the world, right? The Tiger Woods, the Michael Jordans, these people who are so incredible at what they do, there's clearly a price to pay. Like, you know, Tiger with his upbringing and how he is, I think he needed to be like that or the way his dad raised him, he needs to be like that in order to be competitive and win and win it no, you know, no matter what. I think Jordan was the same way where he, yeah, he had a lot of vices and issues and problems, but that's what it took to be the level of champion that guy is. And that's incredible. You know, it's like something with, with you know, you had some, bad stuff, you know, happened in the past. And you look at, uh, you know, you hell, you won four Stanley Cups. So I think people, you can't be all clean cut and do everything by the books all the time, uh, make everybody happy because, uh, I don't know, it just takes a different type of person. You know what I mean? I don't think he knows what I mean because I can't hear him. I wonder if he's not logged in. This is what happened yesterday. If you can, if, if, I don't even know if this is a recording right now. We were talking and then the screen froze and then I just kept talking because I didn't know if I was in. Aha, he left and now he's back. So, that was, hey, know, there that he one, is. You. That one was my bad. Okay. Like, usually when mm-hmm. the screen pops up, battery running low, and you reach down and plug in your computer. You know, the cord goes in and it's like lights up maybe a little bit. No, mine <laughs> shuts down. But I knew you had it. Well, Nick, you're talking, you're probably making a great point because you're talking about people. I in think the- I probably was. I don't know what, what point you left me, but I was talking about, uh, uh, yeah, talking about the fact that these guys, these superstars, the Tiger Woods, the Jordans, they can't be, they're not going to be loved by everybody. 
And I think they need to ruffle some feathers, and that's just the way it goes in order for them to be, you know, to achieve the level of greatness that they have. A lot of people are going to hate Jordan, but he was one of the greatest, you know, arguably the greatest basketball player to ever have lived. Tiger Woods is the same same way, the way he was raised, all that stuff. It just, you know, it just kind of happens. No, that's the, but I, but the, the, the big thing, and it's 2020, right? So it's, it's things are different and realize is that the transparency, I think people just, you know, want to know the real, if you're going to tell it or if it's going to be out there, just, you know, sort of, you know, be honest, no matter what it is. If it's on, you know, right here, we're talking, you know, I, I say enjoy my truth because that's what I've learned. I'm just going to spit my truth. And if you saw it differently, then, you know, tweet, Twitter, tweet, Facebook, Instagram, get a podcast, get a stream show, come over to NRM, NRM Streamcast. That's where we broadcast from. So, um, you know, shit, shit, shit like that. It's an, it's a new age. And I think that's, that's, I think why wrestling is so popular right now, not only because of the talent, but the storylines and the transparency, because people feel like they're not being shut out, like they're behind the curtain. It's a secret and stuff like that. So, you know, right. another uh, if you have Vice, another uh, there's a, if you're a wrestling fan, Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, last night they did the Road Warriors, Animal and Hawk. So, it, it, you know, it's interesting to see you know all guys talk and. I know yesterday I watched uh, the Fox had the WrestleMania three that was at the Silverdome, like ninety three thousand one eighty seven or something. Um, yeah. Watched all those matches, and actually, if you get a chance, if you're a wrestling purist, you watch the Macho Man Ricky Steamboat match, and he made up. Ricky Steamboat made a great point. He said, in most matches, you might have like eight interchanges, and um. As far as pins or kickouts or stuff, they had 22 in that match, which, you know, arm drag to this, to that, which, you know, a lot of it is the behind the scenes. That's sort of the intricacies and getting back to what we were talking about, what you learn about NASCAR as you go, right? The layers you peel right. back because, because you learn. And I like to learn from the best. So I, I ask the best. So that's why I like hanging out at MIS. Whoa, Ryman! That's, that's gonna be my that's <laughs> gonna be my move with NASCAR. It's gonna be like I'm gonna try and get into it. I'm gonna try and learn the intricacies of it. It's kind of like the first time you sit down at a blackjack table and people start getting pissed at you for for right. doing whatever you uh, hit on this or whatever. It's kind of I feel like NASCAR is a lot like that, where these guys are getting into fights or you're not supposed to do that for whatever reason. And I'm gonna get into that and then. And then I'm going to look at maybe see if our boy Ryan Ellis or or Connor Daly is going to get in there. Uh, Travis Pastrana, maybe. I don't know. So we'll see. And then if I don't find anybody, then I just got to, I don't know. I probably really well, did. You, you might like there. a color. You might like, you know what, Nick? Um, you might like, you know, somebody's cute little baby. Or maybe their wife's hot. Maybe. You know, I don't know. I mean, that's more, that's more of my buddy Big Al. Big Al goes by not by, you know, talent. It's like who's got the hottest wife. So, I mean, teach their own. Right. So, and they don't, hey, and by the way, they don't do bad for themselves, in my opinion. No. 
Dude, and I wasn't like, like I said, you know, I haven't been exposed to it all. And then uh, when we got to go down to the uh, the Grand Prix and sit in pit row and do all that stuff, I was I was sold. Like, that was awesome. That was really, really, really cool experience. So I can kind of see it, getting into it, for sure. Cool. Just going to have to tell me who to get. Right. Well, super excited, guys. Super excited for tomorrow's show. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Mr. James Jimmy King of Fad Five Fame, also NRM the show, King and Foster. Um, it's going to be a great talk. We're going to talk sports, old school guys, stories, weed. We're both huge into the cannabis. Um, oh, Nick, I want a new shirt made. You ready? Okay. Sure. I'm offended. I'm never high. I'm always fully medicated. <laughs> That's, a- That's it, huh? That's it. All right. That way I don't have to we'll get it going, buddy. Hell yeah. All right, bro. Have a happy rest of the day. Say hi to Quinn and Jack and Nan Marie, and uh, we'll I'll catch you uh, tomorrow. I won't forget about 6.30. Thanks, buddy. All right. All right, guys. DMAC out later. Thanks.